surprised my kids. Oh. All right. Well, on a very special edition of What Grinds My Gears, I talked to Rick earlier today about tying it into Pokemon or tying it into something related to the podcast. And, you know, obviously we're here because of Pokemon. We're here because Pokemon is a great unifier. We're here because we love Pokemon. But sometimes it's bigger than when things like that. Sometimes it's bigger than uh, pretending that maybe you can put two things together and make them equal one or two. So what I want to do is just take this this time to talk about what really grinds my gears. And outside of the world of Pokemon, as we all know, over the last week, uh, the death of George Floyd has caused quite a stir. And you know what? What has touched me is that it's not actually just in this country. It is in the entire world where a black man in Minnesota, in Minneapolis, woke up one day, was killed, was murdered hours later, and people around the world in Europe knew his name maybe days later. But what grinds my gears is the fact that there are so many white people who don't understand what is happening. I am half white and half Asian. Uh, Rick is white. Aaron is white. So us pokey dads are all white. We are whitewashed. But we all understand that there is something that exists called white privilege. What really gets me, I don't want to say daily, because that would be an injustice to people that do truly deal with it daily, that have to live with it daily. But what gets me often working in the field I work in and having the friends I have is seeing so many people that are either blind to the social injustices that happen across not just this country, but all countries, and people that are so unwilling to accept, maybe not necessarily their direct part in what has happened to people, but what their being has to do with other people. Um, what I mean by that is how directly being white affects someone that is black. Uh, white privilege in and of itself is something that is for white people. It is a privilege to be white. You are born white, therefore you have a privilege. What that means is that a poor white person and a poor black person will never be equal because the poor white person was born white. They automatically were born with more of a stacked deck than the, the black person or the Hispanic person or the, you know, even if you want to throw out their Asian person, Indian person, Native American person, however you want to look at it. And so my issue right now, I don't have a problem with the protesters. I have no problem with the looters. I, I don't like what they're doing. Um, I think that's that's been terrible to a lot of communities that have already been ravaged by that thing. Um, crap, Rick, what was going on before this happened? What was that big thing that we just had happening? Uh, oh, uh, COVID-19. Yeah, yes, yes, the, the pandemic, correct. Uh, but you know what? what? What changed my mind about the looters and the rioters, even the ones that are doing it for financial gain, was a store owner, I believe, in Minneapolis, who through his daughter, and I believe he might be of Middle Eastern descent, he said his, his store was completely destroyed by looters and rioters. However, he said not only does he forgive the individuals that did this to him, but he still understands the cause, and he still understands why it was done, and he still supports those people and all other people that are that are trying to fight for justice and equality. And it's not just a police thing. It's not just a police thing. It is a racial thing. It is a societal thing, an economic thing. And hearing that 
was enough for me to say, you know what, if this man whose livelihood was taken away, maybe temporarily, but from something right now, and he can forgive and understand, why can't I? Why can't other people try to forgive and understand something that maybe isn't even affecting them? And that the people that I'm talking about, again, are white people. There are white people. And so, again, when we go back to what grinds my gears, I, <laughs> I am a very, I'm a very blunt person. Everyone that knows me knows this. So I will say this the best I can. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to come off bad, and I apologize if you're listening to this, but if you haven't known already, uh, we have a pretty distinct slant <laughs> with what we believe on this uh, podcast. White people grind my gears. White people grind my gears. Um, I, I don't know how else to say it. I, I really don't. One generation before me, I'm 33. One generation before me, civil rights was an issue. My parents' generation was the civil rights movement. Another generation and a half before my parents, my grandparents, um, black people and people of color in cities across America, Chicago, St. Louis, New York, the first modern minority gangs, if you look your history up, were created because minorities couldn't go home because they would have to walk through white neighborhoods. And white people created social clubs, and these clubs would target and beat and harass these minorities for going through their neighborhoods. So black folks, Hispanic folks, they had to get together to protect themselves from white people in the 1920s and and even earlier. That's how modern gangs formed. A lot of people don't understand the history behind it. So that's, that's a generation ahead of my parents. Some people living today have ties to relatives that were slaves in the Civil War. So for white people to even say something like, oh, well, slavery happened so long ago. Why is it affecting us now? It's just one of the most ignorant things I can ever hear. But it's ignorant because they are uneducated. They don't understand or they choose not to. Slavery was a hundred and... 60 years ago. The Emancipation Proclamation was, what, 1960... Or 1863, I think? Between 61, 62, 63. 160 years ago. Whatever. That's not that long ago. So, this systemic racism and inequality is not far removed from where we are today, let alone when, when blacks were considered not property, but people in this country. We're not that many generations away. So to conclude my grinding of the gears, um, yeah, uh, white people grind my gears right now. They really do. And I'm hoping that this can be something, some sort of catalyst to truly help. Not some bullshit of in a month from now we'll forget about the racism and inequality and, and the killings. But an actual pull your head out of your ass. Look at your neighbors. Look at your store clerk. Look at your person... Saving your life in the hospital, they're probably not white. They're probably some sort of minority. Maybe we need to stop using that word. Maybe minority is just such an awful word to use anymore. They're a person that maybe just doesn't look like you but are very similar to you. There's no real difference there besides the one you make in your head. So 
again, with all that, that's my grind. I can go on for days if you wanted me to, but this is a Pokemon podcast. Um, <laughs> and I want to take it back to, to Rick and just give him an opportunity to say some things too. But my grind this week, and for a while now, has been with white people. And until we get our shit straight, my grind will continue to be with white people. So... Rick? What's up, everybody? Pokedad Rick here. (laughs) (laughs) Going back to the story that you were talking about, the guy that had his shop uh, dismantled and understanding where he was coming from, there was a same story happened last night, too, in Chicago, or Sunday night. We're we're recording on Tuesday on the 2nd, where it's a third-generation photo store near downtown Chicago, and... The owner is, he made a joke about it where he's like, I'm halfway to 144 years old. So you're looking at what, uh, early 70s or around there. And he's, he's just, he was in good spirits. And what he said was, it's okay. It's for a good, a good movement where I'll just rebuild and make it the same or make it better. But he, he laughed and said, but before everyone could take anything, I grabbed my great-grandfather's camera from 1912 before they broke everything and stole everything. So he's like, I got the one thing I cared about. <laughs> and he was just laughing. And he's like, and, and it's, it is what it is. The world will get better. The movement will hopefully at this point change things and it'll be good. But I'm glad that there are people all over the place that are doing that too, where it's like, well, it happens. And it's it's good that it's happened around in different cities in the U.S. <sighs> Maybe one day we'll start a podcast about social injustice and equality, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like, hey, how are things going? <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's so good. <laughs> and then they just start crying. It's not good. <laughs> the thing about Pokemon that not only do Rick and I and Aaron understand, but everyone else listening to this likely understands is that it does offer that escape and it offers the ability for you to get away from anything, whether it be racial injustice, um, parents getting divorced, losing your job, having a, you know, a bad relationship with somebody, whatever, whatever it may be. Maybe you just lost a really hard battle (laughs) in Pokemon Go at a raid, and you're like, well, fucking, I'm going to go to a trading card game and feel better because I have a fucking sweet-ass deck. I don't know. But it allows you to get away a little bit. So I think it is important to have these types of coping skills, and that's why I personally am very thankful for what we are able to do here and the people that follow us and listen to us and the people that we listen to and follow it alternatively. So, yeah, so I think um, everything comes full circle. And we have an opportunity. We have this platform. Say some things make some change, but also remember why we're here. Oh, I couldn't say it any better. Um, We'd be dumb if we were silent because then we're not helping. The whole point is not to sit back and not be quiet. So, you know, we're, we're sticking up. We're letting you know how we feel. And we do believe that change is necessary. It has to, because it's, it's enough. Enough is enough. And 2020, if this was a time to do it, this was a perfect time with all the BS. Though I do feel like we skipped the Killer Hornets. Like, 
what what happened to that? You got the you got the COVID, and they're like, guess what? We're going to kill our hornets. They're like, okay, Sweet. and then they're like, oh, by the way, we're going to pause that, and we're gonna we're gonna have this happen now. And you'll be like, I really think we skipped the killer hornets section. We did, we did, but you know what? Twenty twenty's been breaking so many records. I don't think we have to worry about it, uh, being at a loss for anything else. So we might have our first uh, female vice president this year. I'm hoping we do. Female, likely black vice president this year. So there's a lot of things going on in 2020. Everyone needs to stay tuned if, if they can survive that long. <laughs> yeah, uh, the way things are going, uh, August, right when my son is born, is when we're going to be attacked by aliens. So I think we're going to get two sides of aliens, too. We're going to get the side that doesn't like us and the side that wants to help us. <laughs> they're too, too special. They're fighting on our planet for us, and we're just sitting there like, oh, okay, let's see what happens. It's like Transformers, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool, cool. I need a bumblebee in my life. That'd be fantastic. I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your week, bud, outside of everything that's going on? Oh, wow. There's a, there's a lot going on. Excuse me. My goodness. There's a lot going on. I'm home with the kids still, not working yet. Most of the day is just making sure my uh, oldest, my son, doesn't doesn't piss himself or shit on the floor. He's doing a great job. He's only 22 months, actually. I'm pretty stoked on him. I pat myself on the back quite often. But besides that, it's finding time to play the you know TCGO or play a little bit of Xbox or... Fuck, maybe take a nap. <laughs> so that's that's my that's my time. Maybe cut the grass when it's not too hot. You know, what about you? <laughs> uh, yeah, nothing, nothing too much. Just uh, work went back to normal yesterday. So being there for all eight hours feels like a lifetime because it'd be work a half a day and then go home and do other things and. Or it was like slowly building up where it was like full days, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, half days on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I was just like, oh, this is um, this is what working nine to five again feels like. But it's nice. I'm, I'm not complaining. I appreciate where I'm at right now and we're getting stuff situated because, geez, we're eight weeks away from my son being born. So we're getting that all prepped. I cannot wait. But... <laughs> me me neither there's still some things we gotta get done but we're we're getting there but uh overall uh it's good it's been a good week we we hung out on saturday uh Polkadot scott and i did we did something that if you have never done it before you gotta try a Reese's more Ooh. forget about the hershey drop the hershey put a Reese's on there and if you think it's too fat it's cool. That's cool. The marshmallow will heat it up a little bit and it'll smush it. Yeah. And you get the peanut butter and the chocolate with the marshmallow. It's perfect. I'm dead serious. Don't think we're crazy. For now on, have s'mores with Reese's. If you, you can even buy the thin ones. It'll be just fine. And then your, your mind will blow up. My sister-in-law just was like, yeah, this is how you do it. Live life. <laughs> do, so. do the right thing, Pokey Dead Nation. Yeah, and uh, maybe the segment during the summer we'll have will it s'more? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. um, but it, it's good. So 
You still at least trying to play PTCGO once a day? It's a bit of just a, you've been taking a breather because you were hardcore on it last week. I am playing when I go take a shit. Yeah, true story. True story. That's the only time nice. you have to yourself. All of the parents out there will not think that I sound crazy, and all of the non-parents, you know, probably already do that anyways when they take a shit. So whatever. But that's the only free time you have you, you, when you're taking a dump. So. Yeah, I'm playing for five to ten minute increments at a time five times a day. And I'm not actually shitting five like times it. a day, but I'm shitting nope. in air quotes five times a day. Yeah. Yep. So It's a habit I still can't break, and I didn't have a kid. It's I'm like, what are you doing? Well, go to the bathroom. You went there like an hour ago. I didn't get it all out. I didn't get it all out. Let me go back. <laughs> and perfect. <laughs> But yeah, I've been, I've been trying to play. I'm stuck right now in, in between, uh, and I finished the basic trainer battles of you know getting used to the game and having the decks. So now I'm just trying to build the deck, and I have yet to send you the cards I need for my current deck, so I, I'm, I've been slacking on that. But once I do that, I'll probably just be playing the shit all the time. I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> I, know you're, I know you're nervous. But see, it's just like jumping in a pool. You're like, is it going to be too cold? Is it going to be warm? Yeah. It's going to just you jump in and you're like, ah, it's fine. You're going you're gonna to win some. You're going to lose some. Yeah. But I promise you will win some. And you're going to be like, okay, okay, Zashin. There we go. You're right. And speaking of, <laughs> and speaking of Zashin, uh, welcome back to being a champion. Zashin won the final round of the Limitless qual- qual- uh, Qualifier. Let me Are you drunk, blah, 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 blah. What's going on? I'm going to rewind that. You drinking early? <laughs> <laughs> Got the water. Uh, speaking of Zashin, this past weekend was Limitless fourth qualifier round, and the bad boy was back on top. Woo-hoo. He's been missing for the past, I think... The three qualifiers, he wasn't around at all for any of them. Uh, Pika Ram won two weeks ago for the third one. Let's see. Let's see what we got here. So for the first qualifier, if my computer decides to go... Okay, no, I lied. I, I lied. In the first qualifier, Pika... Not Pika Ram. Zashin ADP won that one. And then in the second qualifier, I think that... Second qualifier was something different. What was the second qualifier? Um, oh yeah, it was a the Nine Tails deck. Uh, it was a firebox. Yeah, there you go. And then Pikaram won the week before, and then this coming up week, it got Zashin back on top with the winner being Takedo Saki. And if I said your name wrong, buddy, I apologize. But he rocked a little different. It's a little different deck. He rocked four Zashins, three Jirachis, two um, Orangurus, one Dedende GX, one Jirachi, one Model GX, one Mew, and one Mr. Mime from Detective Pikachu. Oh which my is God. super interesting. No, I know, I know. Um, so he has this ability where when you play this Pokemon from your hand onto your bench, Turn your, during your turn, you may switch one of your face-down prize cards with the top card of your deck. So you're <laughs> able to grab what you're looking for if it was mistakenly put on the bench. And then with you having two 
origami gurus, you're able to take a card, put it on top of your deck, and then use Oruguru's ability to get the card back in your hand. Um, that's that's fun. It's a, it's a really, really good one. The Mowl? Let's see. What was what made the wall so good? Uh, the ability is when you play this Pokemon from your hand out to your bench during your turn, you may have your opponent reveal their hand and put any number of basic Pokemon you find there onto their bench. Oh, that's that's kind of cool. So you can... You could play that card, say if they had the Dende, and then they, they play it, and then I don't, and it stops the ability from working, I guess. So that's interesting. It might not stop it. I don't, I don't know how that works. What, what do you got for the Dende? It's ooh, my computer is super slow. Stop being so <laughs> slow. You, you um, want me to like look something up here for see. you, or what? No, no, I'm good. It's good. I'm not gonna edit it out either. We're gonna be just fine. People are gonna be like, "Oh, poor Pokeday. We need to give him money for a new, new computer." Send us. Thanks, money. guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So if the Dende was played onto the bench when it's not your turn, the ability doesn't go off because it clearly says when you play this Pokemon from your hand onto your bench during your turn, you may discard your hand to draw six cards. So there you go. That's. That's super. That's an interesting, uh, interesting tag of doing, and also the Jirachi, uh, having the the Prism Star Jirachi with Mister Mime is really good too because it its ability Wish Upon a Star. If you took this Pokemon as a face down prize card during your turn and your bench is full, oh, if your bench isn't full before you put it into your hand, you may put it onto your bench and take one more prize card. That's sexy. So that gives you, even, yeah, it gives you an extra boost on top of um, what you know when you're trying to grab a prize. Because this this version doesn't play ADP, so that's that's fun. So yeah. the, the the combo of that uh, Mr. Mime and uh, Oraguru makes it a pretty fun deck. I I haven't played this one yet or played against it, so I'm really interesting how it works. And the trainers are pretty much a norm. Uh, four Professor Research, three Bosses Orders, two Marnies, two Sonias, three, uh, four Metal Saucers, four Quick Balls, four Scoop Up Nets, four Switches, one Friend Ball, one Tool Scrapper, one Great Catcher, two Metal Goggles, one Escape Board, and one Shrine of Punishment. And if people don't know, um, people will be like, why the Metal Goggles? There's a glitch in the PTCGO when this card is played. And I don't, I don't remember exactly what the, the glitch does, but it helps you overall than your opponent. And because of the glitch, that uh, player played it in his deck. So that's, that's kind of shitty. Yeah, it's super <laughs> awful. <laughs> <laughs> and then second place was Azul Garcia uh, Garrigo, who played a Zashin deck. Third place was Picaram, and fourth place was, I'm going to say it correctly, Scott, I promise, Dragapult. Ah, right? Yes, 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 that was great. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay, I love so, you. yeah, so <laughs> congrats to those four. And um, they, they have all their players set up for the next Limitless tournament that's set up later on this month. That's going to be super exciting. And all players right now that 
participated in the qualifiers, make sure to vote for the content creators. There was supposed to be four people to get in, but there was a tie for 12th place. So both people got in and now there's only three content creators that you can vote for. And I recommend to vote for Luke Morsa from uh, Cilios Network. He's a, he's a good guy, very good to the community. And I believe as we're talking right now, he is currently in second or third place. So make sure you get on that and check out his YouTube page, uh, Cilios. I might be saying that wrong. C-E-L-I-C-E-L-I-O-S. Cilios. Cilios? Right? Cilios? 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 Cilios. No, it's that. Yes, it's Cilios. Cilios Network. Sorry, right. sorry, Luke. I'm, I'm trying my best here. Um, but yeah, there, there it is. Um, what do you, what do you think? And just a short, just a short thought on Zacian without ADP. You, do you like the this combo with the Jirachi Prisma Star and the Mister Mime from Pikachu, D- Detective Pikachu? When you say like, do you mean like like it better or just like it as constructed? Yeah, just like. Uh, like your feelings on it, I I still personally, um, I I don't know. ADP is just fun, but I guess it, it has been kind of struggling for uh, due to speed now, which is so weird to say because how fast Zacian ADP was before yeah. Rebel Clash. Oh yeah, and now and now it's more like uh, it's kind of it's kind of slow. So maybe there's a way of playing like a turbo version of it. So. Well, I guess. But yeah, no. How long do you anticipate this particular um, deck being able to last? What's its staying power? You think through the end of the year into next year? Um, I honestly just think it's for this tournament. Okay. Where it was trying to play like a surprise, because now people understand if to put, you're playing a Zashin deck, yeah, they're like, oh, this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to make sure they grab, they flip over. The Jirachi, grab the Jirachi from their hand and then draw an additional prize. Where ADP, it, it is like the same thing. It's a, it's a setup where you get ADP out on your first turn, try to get Ultra Creation off by your second turn, and it goes from there. I just personally think ADP is still a broken card, and I'd rather just go for the extra prize constantly. Especially if. The meta, I'm sorry, I didn't mean, what were you going to say, bud? <clears throat> no, I was just saying, I'd rather go for the extra prize as well, too. I mean, yeah. in my mind, it just seems like more of a payoff, even if there is more of a, a risk now because of the speed like you're talking about. But I'm going with the extra prize all day. I'm going to take that chance. And, I mean, I'm used to losing right now anyway, so <laughs> fuck it, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing tournaments, and though. It, it's... <laughs> oh, yeah. But what, what, what's good about it, too, though, is you come up against decks that are single prizes, where now that benefits you. So if it's like the Tomb decks or Stall decks, at least if you pull that stuff off, you're not being like, oh, I'm only getting one prize. Correct. You're doubling. So. Yeah, you're not getting far behind Look at the, yeah. the speed. <laughs> yeah. One day when we actually get to play each other in person again, which, honestly, I think we... Should just fucking do it coming up in the near future, but 
Oh, I'm do- I'm doing. We got like a hundred and something packs to open. We have to. Can't wait. It's burning. It's burning my back pocket. I'm ready. <laughs> so jumping into more PTCGO. Yesterday, June first was the beginning of the PTCGI Championship Cup, where all participants, mostly 16 years or older, that are in the class of masters, can participate in the June qualifier of trying to set up to play. And the Championship Cup. And it looks like what I gathered from inf- information, because Pokemon has been silent of whatever it is, it does cost eight tickets. So people that have been hoarding their tickets for all this time will have an easier shot of winning, or not winning the tournament, but <laughs> making the qualifier round because they're taking 240 people. Where I, that part is kind of stupid. Like a player like me, I just started six months ago. I hardly have any gold tickets. So uh, I'm screwed. I can't do it. <laughs> Scott, who just started playing two weeks ago, I don't, he probably has like one ticket. Yeah, one. <laughs> one single ticket. So, and that doesn't me, get right? you in, buddy. You need, it, you need eight for, no. Yeah. Can someone send me some tickets, please? I mean, fuck me. What have I got to do here? <laughs> And uh, what I gathered, it looks like this. Um, you get a ticket no matter what, um, like a point when you enter. It's the normal standard tournament. It's eight players, and it's the best out of three. So not best out of three, but you're only going to play three matches. It's a Swiss round, so it's super quick. And so what it looks like is if you take first, you get eight points. If you get second, it's seven points Third is six points, and fourth is fifth. Uh, fifth, fourth is five points, and six and eight through eight get one point. So you're looking, you're looking at it, and again, this is not the official. This is all just speculating due to the fact I'm watching other people play last night and what they think after they're checking their their number after each round they play, and. <clears throat> Going back to the whole ticket thing, if you had a thousand thousand tickets, you're gonna have a lot of points, even if you never win a flipping tournament or Correct. a flipping round. It's dumb and it's great. Don't get me wrong, okay? I'm super super happy that there's something going on this summer to, for people to sink their jaws on. Rick, this is the closest to the sports that. we can get right now. Okay, come on. <laughs> I know. Hey, except for July 31st, that's when the NBA's coming back, baby. So, Oh, boy. Let's go Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even make it. They're not even allowed I to know. come back. That's why I got my Charlotte Hornets hat on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. My goodness. So I'm reading, actually, with the Players, with the, with the players Cup, right? That's where we're on, right? Still? Yeah. You got it. Okay, yes. good. North America zone, which is U.S. and Canada, which I'm kind of, it's interesting how they zone these, but they, they're doing 256 players there. They're doing 256 from Europe, 256 from Latin America, and 128 from Oceania, which is basically Australia. Um, this is kind of random to what you're saying, but I feel like the, they, they, the amount of players they're picking I don't. I feel like it should be a little different still because of the amount of people in those areas. Still, does that make sense? Oh no, I, I agree. That's also kind of a negative that's oh, going yeah. on with it too. It's bullshit. So this is the players advancing from the June leaderboard. 
It's 256 across the zones, except for, again, Oceania, which is 128, which is, you know, half of the other ones. That doesn't make any sense to me that that's half of North America, which is U.S. and Canada. It just it doesn't seem right, and I would be pissed off if I was more serious into actually doing this particular event. Did I lose you? Yeah, nope. you did. Oh, shit. Did you hear the It's voice? all good. Okay. I didn't hear it, but it's recorded, so it's all good. Okay, yeah. I was basically just saying that I would be more pissed because Oceania has a half of what North America has, which doesn't make sense because there's, you know, 350 million people in this country plus whatever's in Canada. I don't even know how it's in Oceania, so it's bullshit. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And also they only get – so when it comes to the top four, like – U.S. and Canada, four people go, four people go from Europe. Only three are coming from Oceania, so craziness. It's a it, it's a tough situation. Yeah, no, it's it's super crazy. But what are, what are you gonna do? Go back to everyone that's gonna grind that's it out. Do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it should it should be good. Um, it's been fun watching some live streams. The, oh, what one thing I forgot to mention is one of the players during the live stream on Sunday had over fifteen hundred people watching. Damn. And I know it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like a big number if you look at other esports where you know thousands upon thousands watch League of Legends or a different kind of esport. But to have people like watching competitive Pokemon. That's that's great. Yeah. We'll be able to get there, start building up, and you have to start somewhere. And even even like little streamers last night when they when the whole tournament was going on, well, it's going on. You could play whenever. We could stop this podcast right now and start playing in the tournament. Yeah, let's go. But I saw. Yeah, <laughs> bye guys. Uh, great short episode. Love you all. The what I start seeing is I was seeing more 50 people watching a hundred people watching certain pros playing last night. And that's, that's great because it shows that people are hungry for competitive Pokemon or people are just hungry for competitive in general. Anything? But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll take it. And speaking of competitive play, Yu-Gi-Oh officially announced that they are opening up competitive play Ooh. for the summer. With I know I know hey they're gonna beat us to the punch in some ways with Yu-Gi-Oh Remote Duel. So in response of the COVID nineteen pandemic, the official tournament store can now offer Remote Duel, a new option available to OTS to hold sectional section tournaments. So with the disruption in regular in store events that allow OTS to hold tournaments and engage with the community has become difficult for duelists to regularly meet up for duels. We hope by using the remote duel, duelists and OTS can stay engaged and play Yu-Gi-Oh! while respecting social distancing and other health guidelines to stay safe during these challenging times. And that's that's it, Scott. Look at that. Look, at, you could, could continue playing and get points, and that's, that's great. I'm happy that Yu-Gi-Oh! has taken the steps and for Pokemon, we'll hear from them from 2021 because they don't know how to communicate with us, and it's super frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> it's like dealing with our you know own government here. Um, <laughs> another thing I like about the Yu-Gi-Oh duel is that I don't know if this is uh, to me it seems like a good idea. I don't know how standard it would be, but 
Um, you can use your phone or your tablet or your computer. So it's not just, okay, you need a computer or a big tablet. You can use your phone too. I think the access that that gives to more people is really important. So again, really, really good props for them. Yeah. So all those Yu-Gi-Oh fans that listen to us, just so we make jokes about Yu-Gi-Oh. Here, we got, we got some news for you. Congratulations. I hope you guys get that itch and, you know, scratch that back. Get that out of your system because I, it's but hard. I, I won't lie. The, yeah. <laughs> but what's what's hard for me is I broke what, quarantine with Scott maybe two times, two times. And now I need to see a doctor and, because I might have a disease. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> kiss, kiss. I always brought my deck with me, hoping that we get a chance to play, and it never works out. Oh. And it, it's. It bums me out. And I have it all set up, too. It's all Rebel Clash ready. I got the pups in there. I got the tool scrap. I got the new lightning energy. Or no, I'm, I'm saying it wrong. What is that? Speed energy. I'm ready. I'm ready to just lose. So <laughs> when it happens, I'm, I'm going to feel so good. Oh, God. Thanks <laughs> for the confidence. It's the deck. It's the yeah, game. man. <laughs> yeah, it's, I draw. I, I seem like I do that thing where I'm by myself and I'll shuffle the deck and then I'll play like two round, like two rounds of yeah. draws and see how I would go if I can get uh, Picaram going. And every time I'm just like, oh, this, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm like, I lost. Uh, how, how how am I going to full blitz you on turn one if I don't even get the cards I need? This is so frustrating. Good point. And then people are like, well, maybe it's a or it's the guy who's piling in the deck. And I'd be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, well, that goes both ways, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, before we jump into the new stuff that's coming out, because, hey, man, this is our first podcast of June. And happy six months, by the way, Scott. Six months of Pokédex. Anniversary, baby. Where are you taking me? Um, I don't know. We'll go somewhere nice. I'll take you out. We'll get some... Some food outside because we're allowed to dine outside now. Treat me. So it'll be good. Treat me well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you got it. But I want to talk about the news today about finally the new expansion for Sword and Shield for the Switch. You excited? Are you ready? You ready to start it up again? <clears throat> I'm so excited. I'm not going to lie. I, I've already started it up again. I started it up about two weeks ago. And I just beat it again and again like i've said before i'm only playing at bedtime or you know when i have 10 minutes when i'm in the bathroom or you know when the fucking kids give me a second so uh, <laughs> i just recently beat it again but the main campaign until you get to uh, shield burton sword whatever the fuck their names are so i'm going into that again but i am ready for the dlc on the 17th i believe 17th? You got it. Correct. So I'm like, I'm just, boom, all about it. So what I noticed this time around, which maybe I didn't notice before, but I don't think it was there. Uh, when you get to, I think, Wedgehurst or one of the early uh, train stations, there's a woman that is willing to give you like a, a new slow bro or slow, uh, slow poke, sorry. And it's, you know, part yeah, you of got the, it. the DLC and everything. That was super awesome. I was thinking there was some sort of error and now I can use the DLC that I bought, like, you know, four years ago. Early. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, this is cool. 
Obviously not. Um, <laughs> I was delusional at that time. I must have been drunk. But I'm still very excited to see what we can do in the next uh, almost two weeks at this point. So, yeah, And I, I love the whole Mega Man vibe with the new Slowbro. He has the shell on his arm as like a buster blaster. And I'm like, yeah, buddy. You shoot those. You shoot those Pokemon, That's and right. he touches it, and be like, "I stole your power." And I was like, "Slowbro is like every different type of Pokemon." He's like, "I need to be psychic." Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it's the uh, the Isle of Armor. That's super super exciting. We also found out that uh, Gigantamax legendary birds are coming. Where Moltres is going to be a dark flying Pokemon. Uh, Articuno is psychic and flying, and Zapdos is fighting and flying. Before you keep going, um, of those, what is your favorite now? Um, it's it's actually Articuno. I really like how Articuno looks with the the purple purple color being psychic. I feel like they did Moltres dirty. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Making it dark because I love Moltres. It's just it's just you know flame on reminds you of a phoenix. It's a it's a good time, and then they're like, ah, we'll we'll make it dark. But the one I feel feel worse for is Zapdos. It doesn't it doesn't even look like I don't think it flies now. It just looks like a giant ostrich, and I feel bad for him. I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at it now. I I know it's disappointing, but I'm still gonna go with Zapdos personally. Art aside, because I agree with you, I'm not a big fan. I'm definitely, I'm definitely digging the new Zapdos vibe for type and all that. So I'll take it, Zapdos for me. But, all right, that's cool. I like it. But it looks like with that, this uh, first new adventure unlocked by your expansion pass will take place in Isle of Armor, an island of the Galar region. The Isle of Armor is full of environments not seen in Galar before. You'll find it. Wave-swept beaches, forests, bogs, caves, and sand dunes. There's also plenty of Pokemon that make this island their home, living freely amid the lush nature. The island is home to the dojo for Pokemon battles. You and your Pokemon will train hard to become even stronger under Mustard, (laughs) the trainer who is the master of this dojo. All right. All right, Master Mustard. Uh, I'm... I'm stoked, and I don't, you know, I don't even have a switch. I'm no, excited don't. to hear how the game goes. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to tell you. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and um, yeah, but it's cool to see Blastoise and Venusaur in their Gigantamax forms. Oh, for sure. I think design-wise, both of them look really cool. Can't wait till they're in the card game. So that's dope. Have you seen anything in regards to how long this is supposed to add to the game? Like how many hours? I haven't seen that at all. No, I haven't either. And what? It's technically 30 bucks. Is it 30 bucks or 20 bucks? It's 30 bucks, I think, for both expansions. It is... I personally... Yeah, $30 for... Yeah, for the expansion pass, which gives you both. So. Okay. I will be surprised if it's more than six hours. Ugh. So let's just assume that both will be six hours. So is, is this might be my next grind. I don't know. <laughs> is 
Is 12, 10 to 12 hours of gameplay worth $30 to some people? Well, I, I don't know if it's actually meant for the uh, the gameplay. It's mostly getting the, what, 400 additional Pokemon added. That's that's what pretty much what you're paying for. Good point. Right? And you can go there anytime regardless of if you've beaten the game or not. So you can go over there before, get the Pokemon you want, and hopefully you just be able to bring them back. Sweet. That's good to know when I can play this game. Yeah. We should get a GoFundMe for your Switch. Didn't we talk about this before? What's wrong with our listeners? Let's help this man out. Come on. He's having a baby. He needs a Switch. <laughs> I got to be able to multitask, take care of him, and then play, play the game on my hand, too. So Send him money, people. <laughs> we're, uh, we're poking hands. We don't do handouts. We know that, right? Uh yeah 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 that's right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited I'm I'm excited to hear what you and Aaron do with it and what teams you build so that's gonna be pretty pretty awesome. So beginning of month also brings new Pokemon product. We're gonna get the new Copper Job V Box where you get the new promo and some booster packs and I'm guessing there'll be what two. Rebel Clash, one Sword and Shield, and Random evolutions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> evolutions. Yeah, yeah, and that that comes out today, right when you're hearing this podcast on the fifth. Yes, and then we're gonna get the trainer's toolkit on the twenty sixth, which I am stoked for. If you guys don't know what the trainer toolkit is. Ready to get your mind blown. Oh yeah, blown. We're gonna get fifty yeah, <laughs> We're gonna get fifty useful cards to power your deck, including dozens of trainer cards and two Dedende GXs. And as I said last week, Poke Nerds, is we had that budget deck where Dedende was twenty two dollars, but I told you that we're gonna get Dedendes in a box and here it is. It's a little bummer that it's going to take almost a month to get here. But hey, June will go by quick. I promise you that. And we're going to get special versions of Pokegear 3.0, Pokemon Communications, and Reset Stamp, or all new art, which is flipping dope. More than 100 energy cards. Though, like, yeah, we really need energy. But we need 100. Okay, thanks. But it does include special energy, so that's that's cool. So I'm probably we'll probably get the nightmare energy, speed energy. Um, Love the nightmare trip, energy, by uh, the way. Colorless, yeah, yeah. Me too, me too, man. Uh, four Pokemon booster packs, sixty-five card sleeves to protect your deck, a deck builder's guide, a complete Pokemon TCG <clears throat> rulebook, which you get now in the EBT boxes. If you guys haven't, I'm sure you've known, but when you bought the Rebel Clash EBT, you got a rule book. I thought that was great. I'm like, oh, I can play. But, you know, you don't really need it because you're listening to Pokedad, That's so you right. already know how to play. So. Yeah, fuck you're that welcome. <laughs> um, a set of seven tournament legal dice. Woo! Legal. Okay, illegal. they're legal. The I don't opposite know. of illegal. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two condition markers. Which is Poison and Burn, and a code card for the Pokemon TCG Online. That's what's most important. You can important. pick this up 
Yeah, that's what's important. <laughs> you can pick this bad boy again on June 26, 2020 for a grand total of $29.99. Which is now, hold on. I feel like hold it's on, a pretty Rick. good deal. Hold on. Yeah. I-, I am on a website, and who knows how long it'll last. So hopefully when you get this podcast out, people will do it right away. It's called Game Nerds with a Z, N-E-R-D-Z dot com. They have the Pokemon Trainers Toolkit as a pre-order as right now. Instead of twenty nine ninety nine, they have for twenty two forty seven. Yeah. Oh, crazy! Does that include shipping? Ooh, it does not. It says shipping will be calculated at checkout. So I mean, it's worth a try to see what you got to pay, but you know, might as well shop around, see what you can get. Awesome! Thanks for looking out. That's pretty good, man. I got you all. <laughs> And one last item on the list is the upcoming Pokemon Battle Academy. Oh, dropping exclusively <laughs> Dropping exclusively on June 21st at Target and then July 31 um, every – hey, that's when my son's going to be born or projected to be born worldwide. <laughs> and no lie, guys. Pokedex Scott found out about it this morning and blew up my phone at work. I and he was <laughs> he was having a good time. And it's it's great. What what this little bad boy does is literally have a deck of cards ready when you have someone over. It's set boom. And what it looks like is everything you need to play in one box, even if you never played Pokemon train card game before, Pokemon TCG Battle Academy has everything you need to get started. Inside each box, you'll find three, not two, not one, but three 60-card Pokemon TCG decks, a game board, uh, tutorial guides for beginners, and a rule book for advanced players and accessories to enhance your game. And I'm pretty – I'm stoked about the, the game board. Yeah, me too. I know mats mats are cooler because you know you can roll it up, bring it with you. But having a game board is gonna is gonna feel fun. I'm gonna I'm really excited. We're gonna hone our, like hound our friends, be like, hey, you're gonna play, and we're gonna go to how to play. Be like, well, we got beginner decks for you, and and it looks like it's the GX cards from Hidden Fates. So we're gonna probably get a lot of Hidden Fate cards in this set, Very nice. where it's a Raichu deck, a Charizard, <clears throat> and a Mewtwo. And both of the GX cards are the exclusive GX from Hidden Fates, and I'm I'm stoked, man. I'm yeah, I'm gonna get it. Why not? <laughs> I'm gonna get it too. And what I want all Pokey Dads Nation to do is buy the game. I have no stake in you buying the game. I'm not gonna get any money, but I want you to do this. You've been listening this long, so whether you've played once or twice or not at all, and you just like the podcast, buy this game. And see if the information we've even given you is worth a damn. Because you will, sh- you should be able to use everything we've told you in this game. Some of the cards we've talked about should be in this game. So there's no, there's no point in not. It's twenty dollars for what I'm reading, and you're getting what three decks basically, three full decks for twenty dollars. I, I feel like that in in itself is a is a good deal, don't you? Although and it's great, and also all the cards are tournament legal, so you can use these cards in any format in competition. So that's that's pretty exciting. Um, so go hard. Now you saw it for twenty because I I couldn't find it anywhere what uh, the price of it was going to be. So right here, I am actually on Gamespot, which I fucking love Gamespot. 
they are saying Pokemon Battle Academy <laughs> will cost $20, which is a good price even just for the decks. It's not available for pre-order yet at Target, but expect to see the Battle Academy in stores and online in a few weeks. So, according to GameSpot, which is usually pretty spot on, <laughs> um, $20 looks like what it will be. Wow. No, that's a that's a great deal. That's a, that's a normal 10 of Hidden Fates, and you only get one GX card of uh, Gyarados, Raichu, or Charizard, and you'll get Raichu and Charizard right off the bat for 20 bucks, and then you get Mewtwo. And who doesn't love Mewtwo? Because I sure love Mewtwo. I love Mewtwo, too. <laughs> uh, I've been drinking. It's I love fine. it. <laughs> it's great. I'm not judging you. I'm just drinking water, buddy. I'm proud of you. You're on a new diet. Don't die. Yeah, that's my diet. I like it. Don't die. It's it's good. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move on to Poke Dad Budget Deck. Oh, We're going to talk about a deck from our good friend, the Snorlaxian, Joe, who won our first Pokemon tournament, has started this thing where he's doing budget decks every Sunday, and he'll give you the list. He tells you why it works. And then he gives you a video of how the deck works so you can visualize, see why this deck is good. And again, shout out to Joe for allowing us to talk about the deck today. Uh, We appreciate it. Might just make his own segment. He comes on, talks about the deck because this is is what Joe loves to do. He loves to just figure out how he can get more people involved and not worry about spending hundreds of dollars on a meta deck and still get people to be like, oh, Pokemon's fun. And I don't need to spend all this money to have a competitive deck. So thanks, Joe. Yeah, thank you. And when you get a chance, everyone, listen to his stuff. If you're not listening already, find him out. Uh, you can fi- follow him on Instagram at the underscore Snorlaxian. S-N-O-R-L-A-X-I-A-N. He's a rad, rad dude. Yep. So this deck is called... Charge uh, Dogs, so Charge Dogs, he, he's kind of funny, a.k.a. Green's Bolt Volt. For 12 Pokemon, we're going to have two Grubbins from Unbroken Bonds, two Bolt Boltons, one Tapu Koko from Team Up, four Charge Bugs from Unbroken Bonds, and two Vico Volts from Rebel Clash. 12 energies, where 3 are speed lightning, 9 are regular lightning, and 36 trainer cards. We're going to play 2 Viridian Forests, 4 Marnies, 2 Pokemon Communications, 4 Evolution Incense, 1 Ordinary Rod, 1 Reset Stamp, 3 Quick Balls, 1 Tool Scrapper, 2 Pokemon Catchers, 3 Rare Candies, 1 Guzman Hala, Four Greens Explorations and two Professor Research. I was acting like I was done. I'm not done. I apologize. <laughs> two Great Balls, one Energy Switch, and three Switches. And uh, the, probably going by the most expensive part of this deck are right now is the Boltons. They roughly go for ten bucks, so thirty dollars for three of them. And but everything else has changed. So this week's Pokemon uh, Pokedad Pokedeck is $47.38 and I'm going to go I'm going to go a little deep what what makes this deck 
fantastic is because of Bolton. He has no cap of how much damage he can do. It's ridiculous. And this has to be probably one of the fast-moving, hardest-hitting decks I've ever played, and I'm really happy with how it turned out. As with all of my lists, this one is future-proof. What he's saying is, after rotation on August 28th, this deck does not lose any cards. So you can play this in the next format, which is super exciting. Oh, yeah, that's great. That's great news. That means, yeah. So, yes, it doesn't have staples like Thunder Mountain, no Electro Powers, and this deck still regularly hits for 400 damage in a single hit. The basic concept of this deck is simple. Get a couple... Boltons and Grubins into play and accelerate energy to your board with the Doggos. Involve the Grubins into Vico Volts, preferably with rare candies, and use your Charge a Bug battery ability to attach the Vico Volts and provide them with double lightning energy. Once you get rolling, you're hard to stop. Even if Boltoid V gets knocked out, you have another one ready to go on the bench. Vico Volt is an even great backup attacker. Just make sure to spread out energies so a boss's order doesn't ruin your whole game plan. Your attack is based on energy on the whole board. It doesn't matter who it's attached to, so spread it out. So what's what's secret about this deck? Green's Exploration. Although you can't use it while any Pokemon with abilities are in play, be careful when you choose to bench your Coco. It allows you to search out for any two trainer cards, getting you the exact pieces you need to continually progress your board state. Anything you miss can usually be found with a speed energy. <laughs> because you're going to draw two cards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, this deck is a beast. And honestly, this one is not that expensive outside of the three Bolton Vs, and it was lucky enough to pull mine. But buying any singles, you're looking at about $10 a card, but for under 50, which we said 47.38, you can literally take on any deck in this format. Not a bad deal. <laughs> Green's Bolton V will let you know what you guys think. And I, I told Joe, I was like, that's, that's fun, man. Um, I still will play my peek around, but <laughs> um, I'm really, Green's exploration is just fantastic. Able to play that with a Pokemon without abilities and grab two trainer cards, is just what you need. You trying to involve your Grubins, so you go use Green's Exploration, grab a rare candy, and then grab um, your Pokemon Incense. So you can just grab what you need, and you'll be able to involve it right on after you play it. It's super quick. It's fun. Uh, you can also see a live video of it from him playing on his Instagram. So make sure you check it out. And it's like it's like. Eight minutes, but he totally kills his opponent. It's a lot of fun, and I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna think I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. Maybe get a video out too on this deck. Um, thanks again, Joe. We appreciate it, Joe. Joe. And also, if anyone else does try this deck, um, let us know and what you think. And even our past decks too. We we got some good feedback. And people say that the deck works well from our previous Pokédad budget. But, you know, let us know. Post screenshots or post a video or DM us or hit us up on PokédadCCG at gmail.com. And also, if you want, hit us up with your own deck ideas to come hit us up. We would love to talk about other decks you run. 
and see if we can get it on the podcast and have other people try it out because that's what we want to do. We want to spread the wealth. We want people to know that it's not all about crazy meta decks in the Pokemon world. It's even about these rogue decks where if Pokemon, uh, Pokemon, if Pokedad Aaron was here, he will let you know he loves rogue decks. And we do too, though sometimes I, I like just an easy, easy deck of a meta where I don't have to think too much. I just have to play it. Agreed. <laughs> uh, uh, any any thoughts? Or are you good, buddy? <sighs> I uh, just my my thought on the on the rogue decks. I think I liked rogue decks so much more when I was younger. Um, I had a lot more time to put shit together, just think about it, and fuck around with it, and just kind of see what works. And I think now, yeah, I'm good with meta decks. I'm just like, hey, give me what works. Here we are. Rogue decks, though, I think are pretty sweet. If I had more time, I would do it. Well, I, I agree, and then because a meta where you'd be like, okay, all you have to do is change a couple cards to prepare yourself for people that are going to plan oh, against yeah. you of your certain deck, and you're going to be like, oh, I just need to switch out these two cards for these two cards, and I should be okay at this tournament. But that's one thing I really, really enjoy about Pokemon in general, but that's that's a lot of card games, is how decks change from one to five cards just to... Say say you went to our, our league and you dominated the week before and people are like, okay, um, I got to prep for Scott and then they're going to put cards in their deck just to try to stop you. Where you're going to – you, you could do two things. One, you could play a totally different deck and they're going to be like, oh, shit. Yeah. Ah, damn it. <laughs> or you plan on just switching up your – way you're playing it just a tad so people don't expect what's going to happen. They're going to be like, oh, here's ADP. And you'd be like, oh, wait, I got Lucario. What? <laughs> <laughs> Popping up my defense for this game. Love it. Uh, that's that's for me. Yeah, I, I love it too. And that's one thing I really love about this game is the ability to, to think later down where, yeah, the deck won't get stale because I have to change it to make it more competitive. And I, I like that. I like that. And it's not hard, too. You just look at other people, what they're playing. They're like, oh, they're running this card. Why are they running this card? Oh, <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, the adaptability is really important in Pokemon. You can't fall in love. I mean, you can, but you shouldn't probably fall in love with something for too long because it's going to be not obsolete, but it's not going to be helpful for you in the long run. You just have to be adaptable. Oh, but definitely. you got to keep your opponents on the toes. And that's why PCGO works. Um, we're not sponsored. We're not, I know we've been talking about it a lot lately, but it's not like Pokemon's going to be sponsoring us to get PTCGO because they don't even care about it now. But yeah, <laughs> do it. That's why it's there. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's move on to the card of the week, bud, and we'll open some packs and then we'll, we'll get out of here. A little, <laughs> I say it's a short episode, but, yeah. It's still over an hour, but yeah. um, uh, we've been hitting almost hour and a half for a while now. So, <laughs> if you like it, thank you. If not, just cut it into two episodes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so today's card of the week is Guzma Hala, and Scott, would you like to read that bad boy? I would. This is a part of my current deck right now. 
Search your deck for a stadium card, reveal it, and put it into your hand. Then shuffle your deck. When you play this card, you may discard two other cards from your hand. If you do, you may also search for a Pokemon tool card and a special energy card this way. I love this card. I think it's a great card. Yeah, and it's just it's becoming more and more powerful as these sets get more special energies. Um, play that with Tag Call and play that play a few Tag Calls in your deck that are running that. You're able to grab what you need super quickly and get the special energies or the stadium card that you need for... Uh, Shrine of Punishment. You know, um, I need... Yeah, I need that Thunder Mountain or Shine of Punishment. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, I for my deck in particular, it's I personally it's a super effective card. Um, and since the you know this deck is Zacian deck um, is a is a hot deck. It's I mean it's, I don't know it's got to be I would say it's a super effective card overall to be honest with you just because of everything you can do with there's so many components. You have to have the right deck, and you have to make sure you built your deck accordingly. But as we've already seen, this particular deck is 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 popular. So if you want to win, it's a part of winning decks, as we've already seen. So uh, it, it is, especially getting up there. Um, a lot of other people are playing Guzman Hala now, and Cosmic Eclipse, I believe, are out of print. So you're going to see booster packs and booster boxes climb up in price currently on tcg they still go for a dollar and that that's pretty high for an uncommon card um i would bounce on that now just just have a full set just try to have four of them and then work what you got to you're not gonna play four you're no you're gonna play one or two in a deck but just have those will be nice and in any deck, especially with Tag Call and Tag Team, it's a super effective card. And Absolutely. I'm glad it's starting to see the recognition <clears throat> that it deserves. Because for the longest time I played, um, what did I play? It was that, it's a search card in a Picaram deck where you have to flip a coin twice. It, well, you you get two chances to get heads. It's like a Knife. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Sorry, guys. I'm going through because for some reason I always keep my my deck on me at all times. Like it's like it's time to duel. Wait, I don't have one. Oh, I do. Oh, I lied. I have it with me. Decks. It's bound. literally going to be the last. <laughs> it's going to be the last card in my in my deck right now. Oh my god! It it is <laughs> Stadium Knife Knife. <laughs> oh my goodness! So again, go grab it, pick it up. It's going to be good. It's only going to get expensive. So if you want a Pokedad price watch, um, if you're if you're holding 10 of these, 20 of these, uh, maybe in a couple more weeks or where Darkness Ablaze starts hitting stores in August, um, maybe post those bad boys on TCG Player and make a couple bucks off them. I have an idea for a new segment. Ready for oh. it? Oh, you hear the first, guys. So here we go. <clears throat> I have grinding of the gears. You have Pokemon Stock Watch. Yeah. You should do a stock <laughs> of like two or three cards here and there. So our listeners, the lucky ones that listen to this podcast know, hey, maybe I'm trying to make a buck on these cards. I'm not just a player, but I'm also a seller, right? Heard Rick say first. 
This is the card right here. Invest in. This is the card right here. Sell. It's going green. It's going red. Boom. It's completely died. Oh, it shot up. It's better than Bitcoin. You heard it from Pokedex first. Yeah, uh, I um, have been trying to think about how we can have some also information on cards where people that don't play, that collect, come and listen to the podcast too. Because we know we need more listeners. <laughs> um, but yeah, Scott, so this time I'm not going to open packs. Scott's got <laughs> some packs that he's going to open. And um, he already opened a few before the podcast, and they were all duds. They're so we're going to get some complete <laughs> fire right now. I hope so. <clears throat> How many of these six do you want me to open? Just like three or two? or what do you want me to... <laughs> I, 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 Maybe until you get a good hit. <laughs> Shit. All right. Let's go. All right. He's, uh, uh, these are all Rebel Clash. Rebel Clash from a booster box that me and Scott split. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a rough start. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the green code, code alert, people. <laughs> Clitoris, Walter, Thomas, penis, penis, vagina, butthole, nudist, Walter, Harry, Harry, Niner, Queef. That's how you do it, Rick. <laughs> you, you do, you do, do them dirty. Perfect. Do it dirty. I like it. <laughs> All right, my energy's dark, so that's got to be a good sign. All right, beware. Speed energy, pelipper, coughing, impidimp. Impidimp reminds me of uh, Channing Tatum in what's that fucking movie? God, where he's the. Oh shit! This is the end. Where he's all tied up and shit. Oh, I don't. I don't know why. Yeah, going on. Shinks, Sandy Gast, Roly Coley. I have a reverse hollow Dan. That's pretty cool. It looks nice. There he is. There, there he is. <laughs> and uh, Electivire is my uh, rare. No hollow. Bullshit. Ooh. All right. Well, I guess we're going still, huh? Speaking, yeah, speaking of speed energy, I have had so much difficulty pulling that card. I have Nightmare Energy. Oh, my. Um, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna just be brutally honest with you. I weighed all your cards. You are getting all green code. Yeah, you fucked so. me. <laughs> These are green. This is bullshit, man. Oh my goodness! All right, he's got a he's, he's got a few white ones too, but they all just been hollow. They haven't that's, been great. That's right. <laughs> all right. Oh, let's go. That's <laughs> terrible. All right, the code is cat, cat, six, cat, nine, seven, four, below, I'll leave it at below, daddy, <laughs> geriatric, mine, seven, penis. Here we are. Here, energy is a fucking grass, another beware, super. Skyla. Huh. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, Skyla's kinda she's kinda cute. Not bad. God bless you. You should see her her full art from uh I, I wanna say it's from XY. She's in a swimsuit and she's stretching. Hell yeah. yeah. Good for you, girl. Yeah, God man. damn, get you some. Uh Luxio, <laughs> another impidimp, Shinx, Sandy Gas, Sandy Ass, Roly Coley, Stunky, 
Reverse hollow L creamy. Oh, there we go. That's a rare. Hey, that's a rare. It yeah. is a rare. And then a mag mortar. Awesome. Good for me. Rick, you fucked me. All right, all right what? One more. Do one yeah. more. They don't care about me pulling shit. They want something good. I'm just going to make some shit up. Oh, I fucking pulled a first edition Charizard from 1998. <laughs> Another Nailed it. This is fucking bullshit. Oh, no. just, just so you know, Rick, you fucked me hard. Here's the code. Creamy tits. <laughs> Google dick boy queef vagina hairy butthole. Roger, Larry, Johnson, and Twat. And that is how these cards are going to go. Electric energy. Lightning. Yay. Training court. Lampent. Medicum. Medicum. It's from Sicily. Dreepy. Mm-hmm. Magmar. A Galarian Yamask. Surskit. Stuffle. A reverse hollow Duraludum. Ludon. And, oh, that's uh, also but, a rare. Look at you pulling butter, the rare. Butterfree. Woohoo. Non-hollow butterfree. So that's that's where I'm gonna leave it because fuck me in the ass, that was awful. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. <sighs> Poor guy. It's not like your EBT box that you you bought. <laughs> oh yeah. That was luck, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna open was, these as you go. That was wild. <laughs> Um, thanks for hanging out with us, Poke Nerds. We appreciate what's going on. Um, take care of each other. And it's, the world is scary right now, but it's a change that needs to happen. Don't be quiet. Stand up and believe, you know, take pride in what you believe in because all of us, no matter what color you are, we're, we're humans. We all believe. And some of us are nerdier than the others, but that's okay. I, you anything for you, Scotty? Uh, you know, he's <laughs> I, 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 he's still opening packs. I'm people. still opening packs in the background, by the way. Uh, nothing great. Um, <laughs> just, just <laughs> I'm dropping cards too. This is a time. Of, um, this is a time of change right now, and and the last time in our country we've had to deploy the national guard was back in at sixty eight with the same thing with rioting. Um, you know, ninety two you had you had the issues with the L A riots because of Rodney King's beating. A lot of these incidents, if you if you connect the fucking dots, a lot of these incidents are issues of. Black Americans being targeted and being beaten and being abused by people of authority. You know, the riots in the 60s were because Martin Luther King was killed. It's insane. It's insane what's, you know, really going on right now. But it's not the first time. It's not the first time. So like Rick said, you know, state your case. Speak your language. Say what you need to say. But also make sure that you have a point. Don't just say some shit and not have a point to it because then it's just some shit. If you're going to leave your mark, make sure you leave your mark. Pick a side. Leave your mark. I I mean it when I say pick a side. 
don't don't fucking float in the middle. This is not the time to float in the middle. This is a time to say, I am this side or I'm this side. And it sounds so black and white, but unfortunately, that is what's important right now. You need to pick a side. You need to say, where am I? In the side of progress or in the side of being left behind in the dirt with some old ideas that should have never been in the first place. So that's what I say. Pick a side. Well said. Well said. I love it. And I love you. I love you too. Well, we did our best to put this episode together. We, well, as Scott said earlier, it was just we have a platform to use and we're going to use it and we appreciate it. And be safe out there. Enjoy Pokemon. Enjoy whatever you want to do. But remember, <laughs> I've never seen so many hollow rares in my life. I know, it's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Um, but remember, we, we love you. Thank you for listening. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, make sure you hit that follow button. If you listen on iTunes, if you have two seconds, please hit us up with a review with five stars. It really helps us get our name out there and search tools and all that other dilly gadget thingies to get the podcast known. And make sure you listen to the past episodes. Episodes one through six is all about the rules of how to play this game. If you just stumbled onto our podcast with our Sword and Shield review or a Rebel Clash review, and you're still kind of hesitant on how Pokemon works, hit those episodes up. It's really easy. Each episode talks about a specific thing, where episode one is about standard and expanded, and episode, say, three? Three? Uh, Stellar Wish is about Pokemon abilities, and and it goes from there. And it, it all ends on episode seven, where Scott and I duel each <laughs> other. And we took what everything we talked about and we we play. Um, you don't think of it as like, oh, it doesn't sound fun because we're not watching it. We make it fun. Okay, we have music in the background, really dumb jokes. Oh, yeah, it's, terrible. It's uh, all, all thing about Pokedad rock, rocking it out. And um, as always, I'm Pokedad Rick. And I am Pokedad Scott. As why he's sniffing brand new cards yeah, like they're smells crack. so good. I oh, like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, lunch, dinner, whatever. Stay safe. Deuces. Love you. Stay safe. I've been recording for eight minutes. Bloopers are just made for the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. That's why I started recording, because I knew that we needed some bloopers.